0: What is up, family? You're now on the stupid coop.
1: Hello. What's up? Sorry, it never lets me join right away. It takes forever for it to connect.
2: Let's talk to the people. What's up, family? It's Jackie.
1: And your girl, Yolanda again
2: she's back like a crack she's back so you are back how are you feeling in this moment
1: i feel great um you know i feel great that this year is coming to an end Got a lot going on already for the beginning of the next year, 2021. At this current moment I feel fantastic.
2: I feel hopeful. Okay. I feel, there was a bit of discouragement, I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the midst of triumphs or in the midst of... What's the word that I want to use? Trials. When stuff is not going your way. Trials, Trials. Thank you. When it's not going your way, these are the moments that build character.
1: Absolutely. I like that.
2: Yeah, so you got to push through. You got to push. I mean, you don't have to, but you should.
1: Yeah, I posted you something should. a couple weeks ago that said, you know, sometimes the lesson is in the losing. Like, you can't always Damn. win. Um, but when you don't win, it's you shouldn't look at it as a loss, but look at it as a lesson.
2: Yes, yes, yes. I love that, and that's where I'm at right now. Uh, keeping my shoulders back, my head high, my nose to the wind, yeah. and my eyes on the prize.
1: Yeah, you know, when 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 you have great mm-hmm. stuff that's happening or. Great stuff that's kind of prophesied or whatever you you know you always have challenges because the devil doesn't want any he doesn't want to see any of us win so Absolutely. the the more you feel attacked or the harder it is that just <coughs> means that you know the greater that thing is going to be when you accomplish it so
2: I heard you I heard you. so let's talk about. I was researching the word of the day. Okay. I was researching research, or excuse me, word of the year.
1: Oh, the most
2: googled word of the okay,
1: year. Okay, okay. I, I thought you were going to give us a word of the year, but okay, I'm I'm, I'm with you.
2: I didn't really come across the most Google word of the year, mm-hmm. but I came across the most Google phrases.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Phrases right.
2: and names. Okay. <laughs> okay, so the first <laughs> Okay, I'm ready. The first one was WAP.
1: Oh lord. Okay, I can see that. That makes perfect sense because I know a lot of people had no idea what that meant. So yeah. that makes sense.
2: So we just gonna explain it for the people in the back who oh, don't understand.
1: Goodness. Okay.
2: <laughs> so WAP is an acronym for wet ass foot? Oh gosh. Sorry, Mom well you know disclaimer I'm going to have to put that out there I'm going to have to put like a trigger warning right, type. Right,
1: right. explicit language for, do not listen with your children in the car <laughs> for all the elders please
2: okay which this podcast is actually 18 and above right but that's another conversation right. so the second most googled was Carol Basket
1: really Yes. you know what tiger king was gonna go on my list of course you're gonna get into the list later tiger king was mm-hmm. gonna go into my list but i was like you know what let me just let that go ahead on and, and stay in 2020 we're not gonna talk about that no more but that was that tiger was a good king time was everything tiger King was a good time
2: now tell me how you watched it and i'll tell you how i watched what it you
1: mean how i watched it i watched
2: that shit all in
1: one day oh i did too i did too all uh-huh. right I definitely It was so interesting. It was definitely. I might not have even been at home. I might have been at work, but I definitely watched all the episodes back to back to back.
2: And it was like, look at these white people fighting. (laughs) Look at these
1: thugs. You know what? And my thing was like, let me just leave people. Like, where are your teeth? Was the question that I kept asking myself throughout all of the episodes.
2: Where are your teeth? They never have teeth. And when I say they, I'm pretty sure it was some Trump supportation going on. Where are your teeth? Where are your brain cells? Where is your moral compass?
1: I mean just... And y'all out here fighting over each other and he don't have no teeth.
2: But the funny part is the one guy the seemingly, I think he... Later came around and said he was straight and was like <laughs> into this whole thing. No, he
1: was just in it for, for the
2: money. Sir. He was
1: in it for it to be a kept man, but go ahead.
2: <laughs> Which we call that Gay for pay.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Um,
2: but that's also another conversation. But, sir, he ended up getting a good teeth, them good veneers. He sure good did. teeth, but they didn't show that.
1: But the other one, uh, but the other one didn't like his. Te- I guess he like I ain't done yet. Just I'm, I'm not, I'm not finished smoking my teeth up. So just
2: leave him alone. Yeah. And it made me immediately make a dental appointment.
1: But wait a minute! Didn't the one who was gay for pay? Didn't he die? No, he's still around. Which one of them died? One of them died. Remember his one of his husbands died. Oh, I think that was before four maybe. Oh, Listen I don't have to go back and watch it. No I can't. I don't have Netflix anymore but anyway. It's really not that serious.
2: <laughs> okay so let's move along. Okay. Let's move along. So that was when we talk about the word of the day or you know the most Googled names, phrases, acronyms, mm-hmm. whatever. It was a little different. So I want to do something a little different for this podcast. We're going to mix. The Breaking Beauty, the Teaspoon... Well, oops, not sorry. really. The teaspoon of Pop Culture is going to be around. But it's just all about Teaspoon of Pop Culture. We're just going to recount as much as we can of 2020. And just have a conversation about it. Yeah. Because we've all had to take a deep breath. Mm. We've all had to readjust in some way we've all experienced some form of loss mm-hmm. and I want to make it a little light and you know just give you something to laugh about or something to chuckle about or something to spit your sprite out in laughter
1: yeah I mean a lot happened this year so even if it's just a oh yeah I forgot about that you know moment that that's that's I had a lot of those moments when I was kind of doing my doing my research and working on my stuff like I had a lot of those moments like oh I forgot about that
2: so ladies first
1: okay so did you tell them what we're doing we're just going to run down some highlights of the year
2: running it down 2020 in recap
1: so the first thing that I wrote down because I went kind of off of a a timeline like stuff that happened at the beginning of the year and then kind of in, in kind of in chronological order. So the first mm. thing that I wrote down which I thought was significant for January is what or for 2020 is what they have actually called online megxit. Um mm. you know we had the whole over the past few years we've had the whole thing with Brexit, you know, um and everything that's going on over in Europe but they had you know, Mm -hmm. at the top of the year they dubbed it Megxit when Prince Henry and Meghan Markle decided that they was going to quit the royal family and Mm -hmm. they were like "Mm, nope we're not in this to win this and they decided they were going to give up all of their royalty all of their titles whatever ties they have to the Windsor family I don't know all of the Mm -hmm. specifics but I thought that was a significant (laughs) thing to happen because I don't know in my lifetime that I've ever heard of anything like that, where they were just like, "Nah, we good. And I thought that was interesting, but also significant because Mm -hmm. hindsight is 2020. So if you look at something that was so non-traditional, like, you know, they decided that they weren't going to conform to the traditions of the Royal family. And they wanted to kind of start their own thing and be unconventional in that way. So, Thinking back about this year, like it's been such an unconventional and untraditional type of year, all of the things that we've experienced this year—not just COVID, but we've experienced a lot this year. Like the rainforests were you. on fire, and we had, you know, the 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 first civil rights movement that we've had in our lifetime, and so so many things have happened. And just for that to have been one of the first major events that happened at the beginning of the year was so mm-hmm. telling. And then also the way that Prince Harry caped for his woman and said, y'all are not going to treat my wife like this and my children like this. It's not okay. And, you know.
2: And when we talk about an ally. Listen,
1: Black Girl Magic, he was like, I'm going to take my beautiful Black queen and I'm going to take her over where she can be appreciated and we can be left alone
2: absolutely and they're in california they're in canada they are
1: They live in canada oh, but i shit. believe they they commute back and forth because they're doing something with television but they live in canada but, so that was the first thing that i wrote down i thought that was really interesting i love it
2: so let's play tennis okay. so you do yours i'll okay. do mine you do yours so we both have five Perfect.
0: yeah yeah well, Which, well
2: for the people that's listening it equals ten <laughs> You know,
1: somebody might might be able to do. The math. And we might have we some, some that kind of people. overlap, so we'll see though. Oh, we haven't way. discussed any of this before the podcast, so I don't know what your list is, and you don't know what my list is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so this next one, and mine are based on principle, it's based on moral compass. All right. So, Lil Boosie. Oh, God. Lil Boosie. What did you call himself? Lil Boosie Badass. Lord. So, he wanted to talk to Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. Which is not his name. <laughs> and then you felt so emboldened to tweet Mark Zuckerberg. <sighs> there was not even the right Twitter account. <sighs> But okay, I get that. Sometimes, you know, you start typing a few letters and it's like, okay, this just has to be a person. It's not. Lil Boosie, you have encouraged women to put their pussy on (sighs) You have said out of your raggedy diabetes mouth that he felt some type of way about Ziya Wade, Dwayne Wade's daughter, who identifies as a girl, a woman, you know, hey, all right, that's your business. But then you are so concerned at the fact of, oh, well, why they trying to cut her dick off? First of all, sir, why are we even talking about that as grown people? Second of all, what she does with her body is her business. Third of all, weren't you the same person that had a stripper come give your underage son fallacious? Your underage son. So it takes me to a point where, and I can't think of this woman's name. She was on the Beyonce track, and I will not disrespect her name. But she said, we teach women to shrink mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. But for the boys, it's like, nah, go out, get get the hoes, get them hoes, you a pimp, you this, you this. But then if a girl's doing the same thing, they a hoe. But sir, why does what she does with her body, because we know gender and sexuality are two very different spectrums. Yeah. <clears throat> And it just made me so concerned for him that, first of all, he's eating cereal and chopping up honey buns in the cereal.
1: He's such a clown. Like, I just... Ugh. ugh. I'm like, why? Why?
2: And I will continue to clown him and roast him and toast him and repost him So I'm off
1: this earth. But you know what? Boosie is a clown. And... He is woefully ignorant and I don't, I think I think that he really is just an ignorant mess but I also think that a lot of the things that he does, he does it for the shock value because it gets him the attention that he's seeking. But what like concerns that. me more than his lack of a moral compass, as you would say, what concerns me more is the people who actually are fans and stands of his. Oh. The fact that you actually support such a disgusting person makes me question humanity (laughs) like how could anyone support someone who is so just just, like the fact that he even has time alone with his children makes me question the mothers that what woman is out there having a child with Boosie badass like tell me what made you, just like the women out there who are laying down with Flavor Flav, like, what are you thinking? T.I. What are you thinking? But not even...
2: And we all make mistakes. But still, we like, the fact that
1: these women leave their children with someone who is so grossly negligent just makes me question just the, the intelligence of so many people.
2: Well, in lack thereof.
1: It's it's mind blowing. It's almost as mind blowing as the number of people that support Trump, but the uh, the number of people uh, who support Boosie are also just as mind boggling. Like I don't get it. But I
2: think those numbers would would not even amount to the, your brain cells and my brain cells added together.
1: It's just I'm it's, almost positive. It's so confusing to me that this man is even like. A like uh, has a blue check. Like why why are people like I, okay, I just yeah. He's he's okay, an interesting let's move on.
2: <laughs> him and TI
1: Expeditiously.
2: He can go to hell too.
1: What expeditiously, right? <laughs> uh, that's his favorite
2: word. Like sucker is that the only word you like okay anyway girl it's your So
1: time. my second teaspoon of pop culture topic for the year was okay of course we had the pandemic and that was you know what everybody's been talking about for the last nine months but let's talk about how everybody went out and bought a public toilet paper because that happened
0: <laughs>
1: that happened in real life like people heard global pandemic and they went out and they bought they hoarded family size packages of toilet paper I, just make it, it make sense, friend. My make own. it make sense.
2: But then they not only hoarded that, but then it's like the bleach and the thing. And you know, growing up in a household of color, it was like, we already had that shit. On
1: like, that. yes, but why toilet paper, though? Like, I still don't understand why did, did they hear that it gave you, like, raging diarrhea or like immediately, it wasn't like you know, like when they say that there's going to be a snowstorm and people just instinctively run out and buy all the milk, the bread, and the eggs. Like, we're just going to have an abundance of French toast for the next three months. But that also doesn't make sense to me, but it's like, let me have some food and I guess those are kind of staples. Like, you can do anything as long as you have milk, bread, and eggs, I guess. <clears throat> this is coming from a vegan. I obviously can eat without those Ooh, things. Your
2: food been looking real good. Oh, my food has been we'll so later. delicious.
1: But toilet paper paper. like i need somebody to explain that to me i mean white women fist fighting in costco over toilet paper
2: but the operative phrase was
1: white women Uh, well yes i mean everybody Mm -hmm. was fighting over toilet paper but you got white women out here on what is it called world star hip-hop what's it called? Mm world star this, that's a what, thing like you have them that's out here thing. like they supposed to be on world star world star hip-hop like fighting fist fighting over toilet paper
2: but you know back in them is different from or what do you call your grandmother
1: <clears throat> my grandmother was gamma
2: so gamma i call my grandmother grandma mm-hmm. But then you have the Spanish Latino community. She's abuela. Mm-hmm. We never suffered from not having paper towels, toilet paper, bleach. Uh, what was that one? Uh, Pansol. Mm-hmm. Like we always kept that in our right. house. And when the motherfucker sent you a care package, that was part of your game. Right.
1: Like when you was in college but and stuff, like. Young. But friend, here's here's the, here's the gag about that. Throughout this, I didn't hoard toilet paper because actually, when everything hit the fan and they started like immediately shutting stuff down, my husband and I were actually out of town. We were driving back mm-hmm. to Cincinnati from South Carolina when we started hearing all these things, and and um. So when we got back here, I was like, "Am I going to be able to find any toilet?" I mean, we had some. Like I, you know, whenever Mm -hmm. I go to the store, I'll buy a big package of it, but just one. And we're a family of four. Here's the gag, friend. I ain't never had a problem finding toilet paper. Mm -hmm. Even when people were out there hoarding it. When I, when we went through our package and we got down to those last, you know, few rolls when it's like, okay, we need to go buy another package. I just went out and bought another package of toilet paper. Like... I don't understand why people had to hoard it when you could have just got a regular amount of toilet paper and it still would have been some on the shelf when you went back to get more toilet paper.
2: Because of what were you wiping your ass with before?
1: Uh, and why do you need so much of it now? <laughs> like, what are you going to do with all this toilet paper? If you get stuck in your house for the next nine months and you can't leave, you're going to have toilet paper, but you're not going to have anything else. You're not going to have any food. You're not going to have any water. Like, what is it that you're going to do with this toilet paper if you think you can't leave your house and you're not stocking up on non-perishables you're buying toilet paper
2: that part. That part. <laughs> a couple of cans of salmon and, you know some mackerel
1: Like people or... did that later but initially <laughs> I just did, I didn't get the toilet paper thing so and I've never had an issue in the last nine months getting toilet paper they have toilet paper at the 99 cent store it may not be ideal Literally. but it's toilet paper
2: and I haven't had that problem either and it might be well obviously it's not because I'm in New York because you're not having that problem either no Oh, um, but it's like y'all relax. Like <laughs> i but I have seen people up here
1: with carts mm-hmm. filled with toilet mm-hmm. paper. Like you can't even see out your back window because the back of your SUV is full of packs, like giant packs of toilet paper. I'm like, Man, but why? Sorry, you don't have no paper towels though. Do you said that much, but you got toilet paper. You didn't get you didn't you didn't get the 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 brawny.
2: Mm-mm. Y'all but you got that the sharp stuff.
1: Like, you didn't get no paper towels, but you got toilet paper. Like, make it make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then that rough stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was my second day. Everybody moving.
2: bought a toilet paper. Nah, y'all got to relax. So, <laughs> then they're about to be on that shit real soon because it's about to be oh. the lockdown. Anyway, moving forward. Larsa Pippen. Yeah. Larsa Pippen. For those that don't know who Larsa Pippen is. You know I'm not your sports (laughs) niece. And I won't pretend to be. But Larsa Pippen is the ex wife of Sky. Are they
1: divorced? Like officially divorced? They are.
2: Yeah. Larsa has been linked to so many rappers and Instagram influencers. She just and she's a good friend of the Kardashians. Mm -hmm. She used to be or used to be, maybe still be. I don't know. Friends with Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. and
1: uh, I think she's actually she a friend a, of Chris's, and she's just Chris or maybe Chloe. No, she, I think she's she's closer to Chris's age. Um, I think she's she's a friend of Chris's, and she just happens to be close with the girls. I,
2: I, I think. Either way, she's trash.
1: <laughs> Called the woman trash, and she is
2: trash. she is trash because it's like okay girl I get it everybody's trying to get this bad it's the panoramic and don't try to correct me on the panoramic and I'm not talking to you friend I I call it a panorama yeah
1: I saw that I call it a panorama
2: it's the panoramic (laughs) so you gotta do what you gotta do Um, but when you gotta shit on your other friends that's not cool. It's not cool. It's not of the elitist, you know, that Calabasas culture. Mm, is
0: that what that is? <clears throat> I
2: guess so. So my girl, like... But then also, I'm not mad at her. Okay. Because most men are trash. Let's just be honest.
1: Well, here... Okay, and
2: most men are trash and they're married and then they're cheating mm. so it's like if you're going to do that as a woman you know, then I'm going to get mad I'm going to mm-hmm. do meat so I get it but then the way she's moving if I would do that with my friends or excuse me if I would do that it would not be with my friends it would not be with my friends it would not be with my friends and men are you talking okay
1: so we already we already know about the malik beasley thing are you also talking about the tristan thing
2: well then there's that
1: here's my take i i honestly like i know that there's a lot of talk and discussion about you know um some of these women who have been linked to a lot of men in the industry and i try not to pay too much attention to that for a couple of reasons number 1 because i'm not about slut shaming women you mm-hmm. are if you're a grown up and you are taking full responsibility for your actions do whatever you want to i'm not trying to be mm-hmm. um <clears throat> you know relegating what anyone does with their body or who they who they if two consenting adults doing whatever they're doing that's you know that's your business So, you know, there are so many people out there that are just linked to different to different men. And some people have like a negative opinion about some women. And then there are other women who are doing the same thing. And they're like, yeah, go out there and get yours. And I'm just using this as an example. So Alexis Skye has been linked to several men in the industry and people call her a hoe. I like Alexis. I think she out there doing what Mm -hmm. she does. And then now knowing the backstory about you know what she went through as a teenager and being sex trafficked and like it kind of makes sense some of the things that she does especially being in a generation now with all of these young people who are out here looking for some attention from the digital world because that's all they know Mm -hmm. so they're out here clout chasing because they don't have nothing else to do and that's the way that they're going to get the attention that they're looking for so people have very negative opinions about Alexis, but then they want to go out there and say, Lori, it, Lori Harvey is living her best life and she's a boss. And it's like, but she's doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? She's been connected to several men too, but on the one hand, people are giving Lori Harvey accolades. And on the other hand, they're tearing down Alexis Sky when they're literally doing the same thing.
2: Now, I will say it's so funny because I am an advocate for Lori mm-hmm. Harvey. Because you're dealing with the futures and the, you know, this and the mm. that. Was she getting caught up? She has not gotten caught up. Yeah, and you know what? And she's playing them.
1: You know, I don't know if that, if, it, if it's that she's playing them. Here is one, one thing that Lori Harvey does or doesn't do that a lot of other women don't she keeps her business to herself. She's not on that social part. media talking about mm-hmm. the things that people are are mm-hmm. saying about her. She's just posting what she wants to post and not worrying about what people think. So I think that's where there's a major difference because she definitely has a, you know, I don't, like she doesn't care what people say or think about her, but then you have Alexis who feels like she has to explain everything. And I think that's just because of the way that she's been treated. But back to Larsa Pippen. Larsa is a grown woman. Uh, I feel like she grown grown. she <clears throat> is for everybody, and I'm that that's no that's no judgment, but that's just the way that it looks is like you know, it's a she for the street, she for she everybody for the But Larsa is grown, and she's single, so she can do what she wants. The only thing that I think she needs to think more about is she's a mother. And she has teenage and young adult children who are embarrassed by the moves that she's making. So she needs to button it up. She can do what she wants to. She just doesn't have to do it all over over the internet. She needs to button up because it's embarrassing her kids.
2: I agree. I agree. Because those kids are going to eventually google their mother's oh, name oh they
1: already know one of one of the, the boys had posted something saying how embarrassed he was of his mom so it's like or somebody had tweeted something and he retweeted it or he liked it or something about him being embarrassed by his mother so that's what I'm saying like you need to button up do what you want to because you're grown and she probably feels like I raised my kids so now it's my time I was married to this nigga for however many years and now it's my time to do what I want to and she can because she's grown but she needs to move different so that it doesn't affect her children.
2: No, I heard you. And that is a word.
1: So that's my opinion about Larsa. She can do whatever she wants to.
2: Alright, Larsa, so we crossing you out. <laughs> we moving on.
1: Next. Okay, so this kind of ties into the last thing that I said and you were starting to get into it and I was going to be like, oh, hold on. So I talked about how everybody bought a all the toilet paper, and you said, you know, yeah, they was buying a all the bleach and the, the this and the that and the pines off. So, coming on the tail end, you remember last year when we had a whole debate about whether or was not last year, like
2: I have no I don't know, time. but 2019,
1: uh, and I thought it happened this year. That's I'm just being silly. that. I thought this happened this year. That's how how, how lost how, how much I've lost track of time. Last mm. year we had a whole debate about whether or not you should wash your legs in the shower. You remember that?
2: Is that a thing?
1: I mean, there was a whole like a whole debate about whether you need to wash your legs when you take a shower. You remember that?
2: I feel like I do, but I feel like that's man.
1: No, that was. No shade. that was white people that said they didn't need to wash their legs when they take a shower.
2: Well, when I say white right? Oh, okay. Excuse me.
1: So coming on the tail end of that, because that happened last year. So in 2020, after Big Rona got here and everybody went and bought a lot of toilet paper, and then people started buying up all the bleach and the house cleaner and the hand soap, it's when we learned. That a vast majority of our American brethren and sistren do not wash their damn hands or clean their damn houses.
2: I
0: don't understand.
2: When I had a conversation with somebody that was like, when you come to the house, you wash your hands? I lived in New York. I put my hand on this whole New York train station (laughs) pole. (laughs) So that's the first thing I do. They ask you
1: why you the wash your hands thing... when you walk in the door? Yes. It's like,
2: because that's what I'm supposed to do.
1: Listen, friend. I pick my girls up from daycare, okay? They go from inside and they go to private daycare at somebody's house. That And she is the cleanest person I've ever met in my life. They go from her inside life. her house to inside my car, to inside the garage, to inside my house. And the very first thing I tell them to do is hat, coat, shoes, wash your hands. They've literally touched nothing except for whatever is in my car and like their car seats and their toys and stuff. But I tell oh, them boy. when they get in the house, wash your hands. Because that's just something that you should make a habit of. When you walk in the door from being outside, wash your hands.
2: Pre, Pre-COVID.
1: Like you've touched the dirty car. you touched the doorknob. You've touched all the things that have all of life on them. Wash your like it, just, it, blo- it, it blows my mind to think about all the people that we learned do not clean their houses. Why is all the bleach gone? Like I get people wanting to disinfect and get rid of, but why aren't these things that you already have at home? You don't need to have a whole shelf of bleach to to disinfect your home.
0: You
2: need a capful. Literally really a capful, and you can man. clean
1: your whole house, but you should be doing that anyway. And so all hot. the people that just didn't wash their hands, like you bought up all the hand sanitizer, but there's still hand soap on the, on the shelf. So what you doing?
2: But then I have people, I'm like, hey, you know, you can wash your hands. We have a running sink. Running water. I'm like, I don't
1: know. I'll just sanitize
2: my hands. I'm like, you're part of the problem.
1: Because people don't understand. Your your hands build up a resistance to that. So, if you're using hand sanitizer so much, it's going to become less effective. Especially if you're not washing your hands in between. Like, you need to get the dirt, like the foaming, foaminess of the soap and the, the, the friction of you rubbing your hands together in the hot water is what gets the germs. It it That's what down. gets it off of there. Hand sanitizer is just, okay, I'm in a position right now. I just came out of Whole Foods and I'm in my car. Let me put some hand sanitizer on before I get home to wash my hands.
2: Or I'm on a train and I don't have access to running water, so let me sanitize my hands right Right. now. Nigga, like, why
1: so fucking But if you have soap and you have hot water at your disposal, that's what you should be choosing in lieu of hand sanitizer because that's going to be more effective. Uh, Speaking of hand washing, you know, of course, Most people probably did not wash their hands as long as they needed to, to really get rid of the germs because 20 seconds is a long time. When I wash my hands, I literally count in my head to 20 and it's a really long time. And when I was working outside of my house and I was the person that would go into the bathroom, wash my hands first, use the restroom and then come out and wash my hands again. Like standing there for 20 seconds and washing my hands was a long time. But the number of people that I would see that would just rinse their hands under the water or vigorously scrub them together for five seconds—like, ma'am, your hands are not clean. They're not.
2: And then those people that did not
1: even—you just fluff, you just, just fluff those feather banks and kept it moving.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, so yeah, disgusting.
2: Yeah. Let's okay. move along. I'm tired.
1: <laughs> okay, your turn
2: it's my turn all right so this is a law that was enacted in 2019 Mm. what but i feel like it's so relevant in 2020 and forever uh talking about the cali ban or discriminating against women black women Mm. Wearing their natural hair, mm-hmm. and I am exhausted. Yeah, I'm exhausted because when I think about my hair, mm-hmm. I think about the black woman. It's like it's not about me right now. I think about you, and it's like really like we got to enact a whole law for women but it's to come to work
1: it's not just for women like there you know there's men who had dreadlocks or you not dreadlocks who had locks who had twists who had no, other types true. of that's hair true. True. you that's know true. that that their employers told them that that was unprofessional and it's like who? who Says who?
2: Now, I say that on the back of it makes me tired. <laughs> I say that on the back of being on the end of TikTok to
0: mm, okay.
2: so where the white girls are like I don't understand why I can't wear this like what do you mean? So they're kind of like race baiting
1: Oh, I don't know um, anything about TikTok like, so I'm not really even sure what, what you're referring to.
2: No TikTok, you need to get on the TikTok. We keep talking
1: time. about this, and I just it's it's it's
2: Yo, so because my been calling out Becky, them so much. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I like, know there's that one like, that one girl who stole the renegade dance from a little black girl, and she gets it's been so she much. gets paid like so been much, been much so money to to post TikTok videos. But anyway, I don't know nothing about TikTok, so.
2: It's been so much. And I'm not going to say her name because I wanna. I don't want to give her yes. any clout. Um, but what I will say is it's been so much going on on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And these white women and the white women, they love excuse me, the race-baiting. And when I say race-baiting, you know, as a black man, I say what I said, I say Mm -hmm. what I said, boom, boom, boom. But then here comes this white woman, and she's like,
0: oh, I feel this
2: way. And now she starts crying. Girl, dry up the tears. Hmm. Dry them up. Dry them up. So it's like, we don't have any tears for you. No. Because we have suffered Countless decades of being enslaved, we don't have nothing for you. So, those tears, you can dry them up. And I almost want <laughs> to But, you know, you. know, I'm a remain. I'm
1: yeah, gonna we don't. That. We don't have any. Um, any any room for the for the white woman's tears anymore. We don't. We don't have. We don't have any sympathy the for you That shit is weird. And
2: shout out to Emmett Till. Because that white woman got that man cute.
1: I mean, he's not the only one. No. He's just the most the most well, notorious. Notable. But he wasn't the first and he certainly was not the last.
2: And won't and, be and the it's, last. It's
1: probably happening right now.
2: <laughs> it's crazy. Right. that's heavy. That's a heavy conversation. So
1: let me go on to my fourth and lighten the mood a little bit. All right. Let us not ever, ever, ever forget that Kanye West ran for president. He did. Let me throw it. That right really now. happened. And thought that he up. had a good chance of getting on these ballots and like having a real run. For the presidency so you're not gonna let me go it <laughs> like <laughs> that i just uh, kanye is such an interesting topic for me because i know i'm um, i suspect um from my um from a lay person's perspective, because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not in a position to diagnose anybody with anything, but I think it's obvious Mm -hmm. even to the lay person that Kanye has mental health issues that he has never dealt with. So it's hard for me to talk about him in a way that's kind of like clowning him because I know that there's, there's definitely something that's not right in his head. So it's hard for me to make fun of that. But when is his circle going to tell him that he's like, he he's big tripping. There have to be people around him whose opinions he, well, maybe not because Kanye is also a narcissist. So being bipolar, which he has declared himself, he's been diagnosed bipolar He is a narcissist, but he also, I think, has some sort of PTSD or some kind of, you know, depression, some kind of mental health issue that went along with losing his mother. He never dealt with the passing of his mom. And ever since then, he's never, he has not been the same Kanye since his mom died and his, and his uh, Alexis left. He has not been the same person, but that man really thought that he had a good chance of being president of the United. I mean, we have a whole clownfish that's a president right now. So really anything is possible, but let's not forget that Kanye ran for president and thought he was going to win. Oh God. And people actually were out there like caping for him like Chance the Rapper I will never look at Chance the Rapper the same after he was really out there trying to convince people to vote for Kanye I will never like be like yeah Chance that like no like just because he's from Chicago like people have to use more of their brains capacity and not be out here sounding so irritatingly ignorant oh, you want us to vote for Kanye because he's a black man and because he's from Chicago, which is your hometown. Those are the only requirements that you have for somebody to be president of the United States: is to be black and to be from your hometown. Like, come, make it like, make sense. Make it make sense. But the amount of people that were out here really trying to convince us to vote for Kanye was like, y'all cannot be serious. Like, this has got to be one. The the longest episode of Punked ever in history because I just don't understand how we got a whole mango clownfish as a president for the last four years. And then here come Kanye, and y'all really like, oh yeah, but Kanye, Kanye can be president, no, he can. No.
2: The mental wherewithal is not there. It's
1: not, it's not so. That was, my, that was my four, was Kanye ran for president right. in 2020.
2: So my four is, ooh, and this is going to be one we're going to talk about for a second. We teach women to shrink themselves.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We teach women, and I say we as men that you should dress this way. You should perform this way. You should do this. You should do that.
0: Mm -hmm. But it's
2: like, wait, what are we teaching our young men? Mm -hmm. Sir, because this woman, if she may have on a whole church outfit, and I'm going to say a church outfit, anybody that grew black, you know what a church outfit look like. She may have on a the top. She may be but naked. but That don't give you the right to. Talk to you. Oh, shit. What's going on?
0: Oh, so what happened?
2: Hey, let's pause this real quick. I'm
0: going to call you back. Okay. Right.
1: okay. Well, hello. Yeah, we're back. We and back. we're back. Part two. That was just a brief interlude. Do, 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 do.
2: <laughs> and I need to take this hair down mm. I don't know why I can't see to do this anyway where do we leave off you I were on your remember. fourth
1: you were on your fourth topic about women dressing um, and what you know how we teach boys about are we teaching boys the same life lessons that we're teaching girls.
2: Yes. Because we are not. We are teaching women to shrink themselves. Mm-hmm. They need to be ready for marriage, carriage, the baby carriage, One of that. Mm-hmm. But then men are out here doing the most. The most. The most. And y'all out here cheating, skiing, and doing the most. Like your men Y'all need to relax.
1: Well, let me ask you, you this. All right. Um, this is just um a thought that kind of just popped into my head with you um, making that point.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: This generation of young people, in my opinion, I'm going to sound so old, but this generation of young people move—they move so differently than, um, mm-hmm. you know, than my generation. And they, there's almost like a fearlessness that they have. Like they're not afraid to be different and do different and um, just kind of create a different kind of aesthetic than one that I personally am used to. Do you think- Now, when we
2: talk about generations, let's separate the generations for the people.
1: Okay, so when I say this generation, I'm talking about anyone who's like, Twenty-five and under.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's say anyone under thirty. No, yeah, I'm going to say I'm... twenty-five and under. Because yeah. I feel like this is more for like the like not not kids like my kids or are kids. I mean like kids who are kind of older teenagers into young adulthood.
2: So I guess I'm twenty-five and older.
1: Yeah, I mean we are. You know we're not. Um I personally am in, in in between a Gen X and a millennial. So I am mm-hmm. technically a Zenial because mm-hmm. I remember the Gen X stuff with dial up and before like when you had landline phones and when call wait like if you had call waiting you was rich
0: you know when
1: you had like you know nights and weekends on yourself like I didn't get my first cell phone until I was 16 and the only reason I got it is because I was driving a car and my mom was like I can't have you out there in the streets without knowing without you having a way to contact me so that's the only reason I got a cell phone when I was 16 you have kids now who are 9 and 10 who have cell phones so which is so strange very strange but do you think that because we collectively as a society have not given, no, I don't want to say that. Do you think that our lack of, um, no, I don't want to say that either. Cause I don't want to make it sound like a negative. Okay. So what I'm trying to say is like, you have this generation of young people and young men who are very mm-hmm. comfortable expressing their kind of gender fluidity and that's something that I've never seen before do you think that that is a result of just like the things that this generation is you know they're trying to break down these norms and get themselves out of these boxes or do you think that that is a result of the way that we have been raising our boys from a a, Um, from another generation, you know what I'm saying? Like you're talking about how Mm. there is a difference in the way that we raise boys and girls. Do you think that now that's starting to show itself in this gender fluidity that everyone is kind of adopting because they are trying to rally against those gender specific roles that they have always been told they're supposed to conform to that Does that is make such sense? That's a
2: great question. It makes perfect sense. Okay. I think that we as and I'm gonna speak for the young men. And I'm gonna speak for the dark skinned young men. Okay. That we were always considered handsome.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The light skinned gay boys. Seemingly gay, we're always the pretty boys. It's like, why am I pretty?
1: Am I pretty? Am I pretty enough? Gotcha. okay. But that's that um, colorism then, thing too. So that's a whole nother thing. But go ahead. Yeah,
2: but then I'm gonna step right into going into really stepping into who you feel like you are.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Growing up in a black household, man acted this way. Men acted that way. Right. And I didn't act that way.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So it made me feel like maybe I'm not a man. Maybe mm. I'm not a I didn't know that. Man, but once you get to a point where it's like, you know what? Some of these men had a mommy complex. Mm. And they were not tough enough strong enough Mm -hmm. to stand on their own ten toes and it's like you know what I don't have to be this way Mm -hmm. to be considered a man I don't have to be or stand or walk or Mm -hmm. switch or you know whatever I don't have to that to be considered a man
0: Mm
2: -hmm. I'm a man because of my morals Mm. I'm a man because of my values I'm a man because I'm also those same black women that you allow to get beat up. I'm that same man that's like, nah, y'all not have to do my people like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I have to puff my chest out. I have to puff my chest out and really figure out, like, Jackie, what does being a man feel like, sound like to you.
1: To you. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's
2: it. And that's all. And when I see you know viral videos like a real man would do this or a real man would do that. We can't do that. That's tiresome. It's tiresome. It's tiresome.
1: Yeah. The whole like comparison thing is so tiresome to me because, you know, one of the things that we talked about in one of the, the earlier podcasts that you and I recorded was, um, you know, we were in in the midst of like the middle of the pandemic. And, you know, one of the things we talked about was, you know, I was saying there are people out there who are using this downtime, quote unquote, that we have right now. And they're hustling and they're making things happen. And there are inventions and there are, you know, startups and there are ideas and there's innovation and there's creation. I mean, creativity and there are all these things that are happening that like this is fuel for people to say, now I got to go out there and I got to make this happen for myself because I see that all those other things I had are not guaranteed. But then Mm -hmm. you have other people who really struggled through the pandemic and they, you know, just getting up and, and you know, facing the day or you know, not crying for 24 hours or, you know, being mm-hmm. able to shower mm-hmm. and feed yourself or, you know, whatever, like that was a challenge for them so when they were able mm-hmm. to do those things that also needs to be celebrated. So... You know,
2: and I've been on both ends of it. Yeah.
1: So it's I've been like on both ends. You have those situations where, um you know people want to um people want to be encouraging i think on one hand but then on the other hand people really want to be like a little braggadocious about what they're doing or you know, it's it's all just a smokescreen. Like anything that you see on social media is just, that's what people want you to see. No one is that's ever nice. going to show you their outtakes. They're never going to show you the the dress rehearsal. They're only going to show you the finished product. They're only going to show you the highlight reel. You're never going to see any of the bloopers because that people don't want you to see that. That's so correct. this, this, like comparison thing that we do, it's like well, a real man would do such and such, and I want a man that does X, Y, Z, and and dot, dot, Or you, you know, what I'm saying. I was talking to one of my girlfriends the other day about relationships, and it's like, you know, you know, me and my husband, like our our the story of our relationship, it it happened very quickly. And my mm-hmm. girlfriend was the same way. She met her her now husband, but it's like they met and they.
2: Where's my very quickly?
1: <laughs> See, this is no, what I'm,
2: I'm saying. In, I'm being silly. <laughs>
1: she met her husband and you know within a couple weeks they moved in together and you know and they've been together for you know i think they've been married for almost 10 years now so Uh oh y'all okay hey that's just new york that's just new york so and she you know she was saying that she was having a conversation with one of her friends and her you know she was like well you know saying the same thing where's mine and you know and, and it's like you are not gonna have the same situation as the next person you know what I'm saying? Just because my husband and I had a whirlwind situation where we met, you know, moved in together, got pregnant, had a baby, got married, and all that happened within 16 months. That was mm-hmm. our situation.
2: And that's such a mother thing. 16 months, 16 like months. <laughs> what a 16 month for me. Like, I don't have no vagina. Like, what a 16 month.
1: Yeah, It was a year and four months. Thank you. We met. We moved in. We got pregnant. We got engaged. We had a baby. We got married. All within a year and four months. In that order. You know, that's my guy. He's good people. He is. He's yeah.
2: But then I'm trying to find out. Do we have a cousin, a
1: brother? No, I got, I got, I got the good one. one. Oh,
2: so I'm left out here in the cold. (laughs)
1: You know, so this, this this whole comparison thing is like that annoys me too. like, it annoys me a little bit because it's like, I, I don't think that we should be out here comparing ourselves to one another. Like find what you like, what makes you happy, do that, perfected, move on, like worry about you Mm -hmm. and what makes Mm -hmm. you happy. Mm -hmm. The reason why so many people are so miserable is because they're chasing someone else's dream.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: What I heard so oh, anyway that's all I had
2: to say we got distracted yeah
1: we got distracted okay.
2: whose turn is it
1: well are you finished with your four I feel like I don't know
2: let me see look, look I've talked about that one. No, I think I did all my shit.
1: Okay. Oh, you did all of yours.
2: You don't have a five? You don't have a five. I didn't talk about the OnlyFans. Okay, well, let, me do, my fans. Five. let
1: me do my five and then you can do your OnlyFans. And then I have something that we can kind of wrap, wrap it up with. So my five is I want to... There's two. There was mm-hmm. so much Black excellence that happened this year, and I really just want to celebrate and recognize i mean there's so many things that i couldn't even begin to mention right now but a couple Mm. of the things that i chose to pull out because one of them is kamala harris because legendary, Oy. iconic, historical, like first black woman to be elected, elected to vice Come president. On, with a
2: v and the P. Like
1: I just Furious. what makes me so excited about that is that my children are living in a time when this historical event is happening. And we are experiencing it together because I'm experiencing it too. This is the first time it's ever happened in history. Yeah.
2: We had Obama,
1: and see, my kids weren't alive we, during Obama
2: and Michelle.
1: My kids, and now we got Kamala. Right. Nina was I'm born excited. during Obama's second term. Naomi wasn't born oh. until we had Agent Orange as our president. Well, he was. He was. I don't know him. Um, <laughs> Link,
2: look, keep, move on, move on,
1: move on. So that's yes. it. So, um, Kamala Harris, and then we also have. Little Miss Blue Ivy Carter, not Uh, only
2: Grammy Award winner,
1: Grammy, not as just gonna say, not only is she one of the youngest recipients of a Grammy, one of the the youngest Mm -hmm. Grammy nominees in history for Mm -hmm. her mom, you being on her mother's song, Brown Skin Girl, but Miss Ma'am is also. A published audiobook narrator for um yeah. the audiobook version of the short film Hair Love, which won an Academy Award, which was also by a black man. So that's more black excellence. I'm offending, like great.
2: Right? Right? Oh, keep okay. going.
1: Keep going. So I won't interrupt. You. I also wanted to, to, my husband brought this to my attention. Um, we have so many like inventions and and new things and startups that have come out of 2020. Like people really got their creative juices flowing and like really went out there and tried some things. And some of those things worked beautifully. So there mm-hmm. are two young men who started an app called Squire and Ooh. it is a barbershop app. Let me look it up. It's a barbershop Sparell. app that um, let me read the little thing
0: Wire
1: is the black owned barbershop app that is now as of December 9th valued at 250 million dollars they literally started this app in 2020 oof And in June, they raised $34 million of capital. Just six months later, in December, they raised another $59 million. So their valuation went from $85 million to $250 million.
2: No, I need to look these people up.
1: It's called Squire. I'll send you all the information. But yeah, so this is two young black men that created this app that are out there recognizing the power where they are they located you know i let me look it up recognizing not only the power in their intellect and their creativity but also recognizing the power in black dollars
2: Hey, cause I'm trying to go get the line up real quick. Let now I'm a barber; I can line my own stuff up. But I want to go get.
1: But a you're all a about the support. Let me find out where these young men so are cool. from. Um, Skalia.
2: Cause there's one of my guys, Best I Ra. Shout out the Best Eye.
1: Well, they started this app, and it was um. The software is capable um, of serving independent professionals, standalone locations, and multi-location franchises with tools such as point of sale, scheduling, payroll. They have an integration in here that lets you pay your booth rent straight through the app. They have, this is also for, you can set up, your own profile so that like you know now with COVID you can't have more than one person or a couple of people in an establishment at a time especially something like a barbershop or a salon oh, the face. app will notify you when it's your turn and when you can come inside without like the barber having to you know what I'm saying like they to integrated all all the, in yeah they integrated all that into the app Um
2: no, shout out to them
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up where they are because it doesn't say in this article. But, um, yeah, so that's rounding now, out my to, number five for the black excellence. Out. Woo, woo, woo,
2: woo, woo, woo. Shout oh, out to that black
1: nice. excellence. All the black excellence, but especially these young men who are out here doing the biggest things. And the
2: brightest things.
1: They are in Washington. They're in Seattle. Nope, that's white um, so people. They're the way no, on, that's white people. Hold
2: on. I'm like, wait, they're all the way on the other side.
1: Maybe they are. Um, Squire.
2: Mm-mm, we need to know where they are. Right. I need
1: to read their story so I can see. Bada yaddy 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 yadda
2: yaddy Wait, I got distracted
1: Sorry. so that is my um, that's my number five those black I
2: heard you. I heard you I heard you what is one thing that you want to drop to your daughters your daughters will eventually be grown
0: mm-hmm.
2: and they will listen to this What's one thing that you want to pass on to them?
1: So, one thing that we've all learned in 2020 is that like nothing is ever, ever, ever um, predictable. Like, mm-hmm. so many people went into this year. Saying 2020 is going to be my year, and it's going to be you know perfect vision, and I'm gonna you know what I'm saying because 2020 just for whatever reason has such significance. Um, and one thing I will say is that I believe that we have received exactly the kind of the clarity that we declared we were going to get. It may not look like what we expected it to look like, but if we're being honest, um, you know we have received a lot of clarity this year. Unfortunately, it wasn't always rainbows and unicorns. Like we we got clarity on some things that were very hurtful, some things that are, um, you know, unfortunate that we're still dealing with for, Mm -hmm. you know, so, so, so many years after, you know, you would think that we wouldn't still be dealing with these things, but things have been made very clear, at least to me, they have. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I for one, actually appreciate that because I would rather know the devil that I'm dealing with than the devil, than than not to know. You know what I'm saying? I would rather be able to see you clearly and know what you're on than trying to figure it out or go off of my instinct or my discernment to say there's something about you. I don't know what it is, but I know I need to feed you with a long-handled spoon. Now I know how to govern myself with you because I see you clearly. Does that make sense?
2: And if that's what you're saying about it. Well,
1: I would tell my daughters, expect the unexpected. You have to be able to adapt and um you know, kind of take life, you know, and take take the curveballs and the lemons, like you have to make the best out of every situation that you're in. As long as you are safe and you're healthy, like it's important for you to continue to have a goal in mind and continue to work towards that goal and not be distracted by the other things. There's always going to be a distraction, 2020 has been a big-ass distraction for a lot of people, but if you look at it and if you're being honest with yourself, those goals or those things that you set out to do are still in motion. You just have to get back on track to make them happen. Nobody has stopped you from doing anything. You may have had an obstacle or you may have been distracted, but you still have the ability to move forward and continue doing that thing that you had as a goal in January.
2: Now, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. In summation, Mm -hmm. what would you tell yourself in 2020?
1: I would tell myself, what I'm telling myself now after having been through 2020 is It's okay to let some people go. Mm -hmm. Um, I've learned that people are not always going to put the same energy into me that I put into them. And that doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that I have to withhold my energy, but I can't let that deter me from being who I am. I'm going to continue to try to be a light in someone's life even if I feel like someone else is trying to distinguish mine if that makes sense Mm -hmm. Um, it's okay to let people go and it's okay if people don't reciprocate the energy that you give them. You just have to decide what's important to you. Is it important for you to continue to give energy to someone who's not returning that energy to you? Or is it more important for you to reclaim your time and just let that person go? No, I
2: love that, I love that.
1: What about I you, sir? I love that.
2: Yes. Oh, oh. What about me? What about you? What you we
1: have, Ask me a question. Um, well, I mean, what? Tell me what you have. I, I'm I'm gonna say this because we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start here and then we're going to build from there. Tell me one mm-hmm. of the things that you learned about yourself this year that you didn't like.
2: I didn't. One thing about myself that I didn't like.
1: Like, what has all of this pandemonium and this panorama, what has it re- Is there one thing that it has revealed about yourself that you're like, damn, is that really how I am? And like, maybe I need to change that.
2: One thing that it has taught me that I got that cut off mm I do too.
1: I do, definitely
2: Where do. I, I, you, you, you being funny, uh, I'm going to cut uh-huh. you off. Uh, and that, in some instances, is good. Cause you need to cut people off. But then in some instances, like, let's have a conversation. Uh, so that's my one thing. That cutoff spirit is strong. I'll be doing with you in
1: five seconds. Uh, you know, it's so funny because I was thinking the other day, like that is one of the things about myself that I really like would like to change. I have, to, I'm just, I can be so indifferent about people, Jackie. It's just, and when I get to the point, you don't want me to be. I'm not okay. I'm all over the place. <laughs> so I was talking to my husband the other day. I can't remember if we were watching something or but it was like a couple was arguing and like I, I don't know if like they were screaming at each other or like the woman was screaming. I can't remember, but there was something about an argument. And I looked at my mm-hmm. husband and I said, you know what? I'm not a screamer. I'm not a yeller. No, I'm, not I'm not going either. to go back and forth with anybody. I am not doing that. Now, I do realize I have a very sharp tongue so I can cut you up, but going back and forth, especially in a raised voice, is so unproductive. I'm just not doing that.
2: And I don't mind talking to you. I don't mind that. But when you're raising yeah. your voice yeah. and you're yelling. Yeah.
1: I'm not doing that. Nah. I'm definitely not. So I was like, you know, it's funny because you don't want, when I'm angry, you know I'm angry because I get quiet. And I will completely like shut you out and like shut my emotions off and be just totally blank and like guarded. But And that can be dangerous. Well, that can be dangerous. But when I'm angry, it's not when you need to be concerned. It's when I stop giving a fuck. That's when you need to be concerned. Because I can be so indifferent about people. You don't exist. And when I get to that point, I'm done done. We don't have to have a conversation. You don't have to explain nothing. I am not trying to hear you you don't go here, I don't know her like i'm I'm like I can be so indifferent about people, and unfortunately that's how I was with my father i didn't I just didn't have any any feelings or emotions towards him at all. He was just a person,
2: mm. so it goes deeper
1: oh absolutely like
2: it goes deeper this
1: is a you know it's a lot, but like just the, from the relationship that I had with him and and me deciding that He was he was toxic for me. And I did not I no longer wanted to be a part of that toxic relationship. And I was not going to allow him to bring that toxicity to my children. And I cut him off and I never spoke to him again.
2: And is your father still alive?
1: No, he passed away about two about a year and a half ago. And when he did my sister called me and she told me that he passed away and I, and she was so heartbroken. Like you could hear the raw emotion and she just cried and cried and cried in the phone. And, and I just held the phone and listened to her cry. And I felt bad for her because she was hurting so much, but this is going to sound terrible, but I had zero emotion about the fact that he had passed away.
2: Zero. But let's normalize the fact that you felt how you felt
1: I mean and I'm I'm okay with it like I'm not making any apologies for it but that's honestly how to. I felt I felt bad because of how hurt she was and I felt bad because my father died alone and nobody even knew that he had passed away for several days because mm. he lived alone and he was alone like the they felt like the the reason why they went looking for him is because he stopped showing up to work and that was very unusual for him so they went looking Mm. for him but he had been passed away for about three days before they found him and I thought that was so sad because I don't think anybody should die that way so that was kind of heartbreaking for me but as far as that person being gone like I don't have any feelings about that I honestly don't
2: now that's deep Yeah, but that's a whole
1: nother podcast show. (laughs) Okay, so before, one thing I want us to do before we close out, listen, I done took over. I want us to do a rose and a thorn. (laughs) I want us to do a rose and a thorn. Um. But before we do that, one of the things that I realized when I was making my list Mm -hmm. I wanted this to be a part of the list, but I didn't because I didn't want it to, to be like this morbid thing, but we lost but, so many legends this, this year, this Jackie. Is. So many legends. Like, of course, the, mm-hmm. the big ones like Kobe and Gianna and Chadwick Boseman and um, who was is- I think
2: thinking my family like Rest up to my people I
1: mean but it's like iconic legendary people um -hmm. um RBG Alex Trebek like all of these people so I started looking and there was a list of all of the celebrities that passed away this year there were 211 Mm -hmm. people on this list 90% of them I didn't know but I just wrote down some of the names just how many of them look like that? Oh, I mean, um, there's Kobe, there's Chadwick, there's Tiny Lister Debo from Friday, who just passed away last week. There was you
2: want me your signing?
1: right? Your there signing? was um all of these uh, um. All of these people who were a part of these um, iconic and legendary music groups like Bruce Williamson from The Temptations, Ronald Bell from Cooling the Gang, Ecstasy from Houdini Mm. Just Died Yesterday, um, Malik B. from The Roots, Bonnie Pointer from The Pointer Sisters, Um, Mm. but then we also, Little Richard, Alice Marsalis, Bill Withers, um, Naya Rivera, B. Smith. Jeanette Du Bois from the Jeffersons, um, Esther Scott, but then there were also like other like legendary people, like I said, Alex Trebek, Regis Philbin, Jerry Stiller, um, who else was in James Lipton from Inside the Actors Studio, Kirk Douglas, Spartacus. All of those people died you... this year.
2: And I'm kind of strange. The word died is kind of strange to me. It sounds kind of hard to me. These people are deceased.
1: I mean, all those people passed on. It's like, I was telling my husband, I was like, it's like, before we go into our next decade, those people were not intended to go into the next decade with us. And for whatever reason, okay. it was like this whole... And this could be every year. I said, you know, when somebody had posted about... Who was it? Um, there was somebody recently that someone... Oh, I think it was it was Debo. And I was like, is it...
2: No, Debo gone? Like,
1: it was like, does, it, does, do it, does it feel like this is especially like there are a lot more people that are at, that are passing away this year or is it just hard because of what we've been through?
2: I'm going to go with there's this thing that's called
1: what is that
2: called not the placebo not that fuck I can't think of it right now but there's this thing in science where <clears throat> you start to notice things because you're in this
1: Okay. Thing. I know what you're I know what you're talking about. What is it
2: called? I can't think of it. Uh, and if somebody can think of it, let yeah. me know. Tag me in the comments. Um but it's like you start to notice things like fuck like we're in a moment. We're in a moment, here we are. This person passed, then this person. Then it's just like shit just starts to hit you back yeah. to back. Right. Like, It's like it's tiring. It's tiring.
1: (sighs) It's just it's it's like just looking at the little Richard. Like seriously, little Richard, Kenny Rogers. But
2: then they didn't they did not give little Richard his flowers.
1: You know what? There's and this is not an excuse, but like there's so much that's going on this year. It's like let's take a moment to recognize. The legacy that these people are leaving behind. No, because little Richard. Little, he's, I mean, he's little Richard. Everybody knows who that is. He's a
2: legend.
1: Everybody knows who Regis Silbin is. Huh. Everybody knows who Alex Trebek is. Everybody knows who Chadwick Bozeman, who Black Panther is. Like these are people that, even like Kelly Preston died. Kelly Preston. Most people know her as being John Travolta's wife but she was also an actress but she died of breast cancer like you know what I'm saying like these are people I didn't know that she died in the summer she died of breast cancer that she had been well some kind of cancer I think it was breast cancer it might have been ovarian cancer but she had been fighting that disease for years but she, she passed away over the summer and it's like these are people who are leaving behind these legacies but like all of them had to die this year all of them Jesus, you needed all of them.
2: Like, Why? You needed like, all of them to go to go on
1: home with you this year.
2: Yeah, what they do? What they do?
1: Joe Clark just died. What was that today? Joe Clark.
2: Joe Clark yeah, from uh, yeah. what's name? Joe
1: Clark that the movie Lean on Me is based off of. Morgan Freeman played his character. He died today. Uh, or that you know, it hit the news today. I don't know if it was actually today, but it's like what? What's happening? I'm tired. I am tired. And
2: I'm trying to think of this one particular syndrome. Um That's gonna bother me. It's gonna bother me. It's gonna bother
1: me. Yeah, I don't even know how to Google that. It's
2: not selective perception. It might be selective
1: selective perception. perception. That sounds right. Let's Google it. Select well, let me let me learn how to spell first. Selective. Perception. Yeah, it you you are absolutely right. Selective perception is the tendency not to notice and more quickly forget stimuli. Oh no, nope, just kidding. That cause emotional discomfort and contradict our prior beliefs. So that's not it. Shit.
2: We'll 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 remember on the next. And time. I
1: and I I know exactly what you're saying. Oh, I just don't know what the what the name of it is. I
2: can't get it out right now. Because I'm flooded with so many emotions. I you meal.
1: So <laughs> I, this is one last thing. I thought this was <laughs> I know I have like 18 things. I thought this was really interesting and very, very 2020-ish. So mm-hmm. I saw today that Gallup did an annual poll, and they named the most admired man and woman in America. Right now, oh I'm gonna give you two guesses what's as to that? who you think those are the most admired man and woman in America right now, or this year, or whatever. And
2: they neither one of them look like us. Am I right or am I wrong?
1: Um, you're wrong. That's told, it's very 2020 ish. Right.
2: So it's given, uh, what's his name? Michael Lee Jordan okay. and Lupita.
1: Mm, no, Miango. Ma-
2: Mo- no.
1: Okay, let me just tell you. So, according to Gallup, they took a poll, which means people had to actually submit their answers to this poll. The most admired woman in America this year is Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll take that. As, I love that. as she should I'll be. I'll take that. She is doing such big things with her podcast yeah. and her book and just being just our forever. No, she is the queen. Our forever floatist.
2: Forever queen. Forever. forever. Yes, yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. But listen to this the most admired man in America in the year 2020 of Our Lord
2: and Beyonce's year and beyond
1: oh, on beyonce's internet is Donald damn Trump. <laughs> <laughs> make it make Girl, sense I know you lying these cannot be the same people polled that said no, we're going to vote lying. for Donald Trump for the man and Michelle Obama for the woman How the audacity you... to put that man in the same category as our beloved Flotus no, I mean, Donald so, Trump I mean, see... people literally said he was the most admired man in 2020 like you have got to be kidding me
2: but you know the people this
1: yeah. are the same people who voted At least Michelle one tooth? No.
2: Those people have one tooth. And the education But well, wouldn't
1: ex. you think that if they voted for the man that they also like cast their vote for the woman? So the same people who said, I admire Michelle Obama the most of any other woman in this country. For the year 2020, and then you turned around and you said Donald Trump.
2: They try to get that stimulus. That's check.
1: very 2020ish, friend. It's very, they very 2020ish. It.
2: They want that 2020 stimulus. And we're not even going to talk about the stimulus. Like this. But the stimulus. Mm-hmm.
1: We didn't even talk about that, and we can—that's a whole other conversation because people are not okay. ready for that, baby. Because they just want this money. And I get it. You know what? Because people are broken. And, raise hurt. My
2: and that's their mm-hmm. business. I ain't here to judge mm-hmm. you. And I've had a couple of people, you know, start your business with your six hundred dollars. But well some people need to pay their bills. It's, that and $600. that's the type of thing
1: that i that I'm that I was talking about before when it's like You know, if you, if you're not out here, you haven't started 15 businesses and you got 300,000 Instagram followers, you don't want it bad enough. You're not hustling hard enough. Like, but why can't people just be surviving? There are so many people that are out here that are struggling mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually every day. And you beating them over the head with this saying, take your $600, invest in a business, buy a house and flip it. Like you sound ridiculous. This is dumb.
2: I buy a house, but then I gotta pay property tax. People are
1: starving. They don't. They don't have for- money for groceries or, or keeping their. They don't their have their life bills. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and you out here telling people to to take six hundred dollars and start a business. Most businesses that people start as the first time don't even succeed.
2: And let's say that you say, "Okay, I'm gonna start a business," or if you're granting that. Bit of advice, y'all saying y'all need to do this, y'all make good, but then you're not giving anybody any jewels. Like, okay, you want to start this right. business and you get your LLC right. and your EIN, and like y'all not even dropping no jewels on well, that point.
1: People just want to be out so here just like the hearing themselves talk, and it's like, like ma'am, calm yeah. down,
2: calm down, and we all want to get that. I love. You know, I'm big on TikTok. <laughs> I'm not big on TikTok, but I love TikTok. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I just love like seeing order the black owned joint. Mm. Like there's this whole thing on TikTok where there's like this whole hashtag.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: There's just like supporting black
0: businesses.
2: That's
0: up. And that's what I'm all about.
2: That's what I'm all about. And I love it. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. And let's normalize. letting people be in a stimulus check. How the fuck they want to spend that a stimulus check. Because that's their money. They got churn mm-hmm. that ain't a, ain't, ain't a, good, a good meal, meal. a couple ain't of Ain't had months. a good
1: vegetable, a good protein. No,
2: they had a good time to where oh, the, you know like, what? I want to spend $50 and I want to go get my nails yeah. done and feel good about yeah, myself that part. so then I can go spend that extra $100 and create this well not
1: even that if people just want to take their money and they want to put it in their savings because they don't know what the hell is going to happen next month there's
2: that, there's that. it's
1: like stop there's telling that. people that they're not doing enough when they're okay. enough they don't have they they don't have the same capacity that you have and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that but making people out feel like they're not that they're inadequate is what's leading so many people down these roads of depression and you know what I'm saying like unworthiness and that to me is so sad I can't even think about that because it makes me it makes me want to cry to so think about all the people that can't get away from that comparison, so they think that they're not good enough and not worthy, mm-hmm. and that's just that's so sad to me. Like, leave people alone.
2: Hey, come on to the side of TikTok because TikTok, yeah. these motherfuckers is uplifting <clears throat> people. That's what I am here for.
1: Listen, it. friend, I have I so here m- for we it. gonna this gonna be our debrief, but I have so much going on right now, I ain't got no I don't have TikTok time. On, I don't have TikTok time. time. I do want to discuss Clubhouse though, but again, that can be offline. Because if you have well, Clubhouse, I need you to send me an invitation.
2: I do. Oh, yes, yeah, So, what
1: you saying? I need
2: you to send me an invitation. All right. So now you literally have debunked everybody else. Uh, For anybody else that would might have got that invitation. Mouth
1: don't get said. I heard
2: you. I heard you. I heard you. so I got
0: that one
1: invitation <laughs> but I heard if you right get up so. on stage and you speak that they open up more invitations for you but you need to be very selective with the people that you invite because you're eternally linked to them and if they get in there acting a donkey then everybody gets put out
2: hey, then that's over well here. no
1: both of you get put out if you invite somebody and they get in there and they act the ass they put that person out and the person that invited them
2: see I'm still learning yes. I'm that, still I, this learning.
1: is all that I've garnered from Facebook conversations because I was like what the hell is Clubhouse like I can't keep up with all these apps but I guess I I, I'd, I'd probably need this.
2: and it's so strange it's like I'm literally trying to unbraid mm-hmm. my hair because I don't know why I continue to do myself with these tiny braids mm-hmm. <laughs> fingers
1: be all nub
2: And then I'm, like, done with this clubhouse shit. Then I got to record a podcast. Mm -hmm. But the podcast is, like, my... my, It's my joy. It's my joy.
1: Okay. So, what's your... What's your rose? No, what's your thorn for 2020
2: my thorn explain that so
1: a rose and a thorn you want to talk about like what are the things that well we kind of already talked about this when I said what is one thing you learned about yourself this year that you didn't like so we already kind of did that so Mm. a thorn is like Mm -hmm. something that wasn't that was kind of a negative something that didn't go your way something that um you know was not the most positive situation or didn't turn out with the positive outcome that you were expecting that's your thorn. And then your rose is something that did, you know, go your way or something that you want to celebrate or something that you're, you know, proud of or happy about or whatever. And then you have, I can't remember what the other thing is called, but it's like kind of a transition. How can you take that negative thing and turn it into a positive?
2: Ooh. Ooh, so I have to put on my boxing gloves at this okay. moment so that is my quote unquote negative mm-hmm. where I have to put my boxing gloves on because I've always been very you know mm-hmm. chill like okay this is happening but it's like um, motherfuckers trying to play mm-hmm. me you're trying to play me so I have to put on those boxing mm-hmm. gloves And I had to and will continue to fight my way through whatever it is that and I have to close my eyes right now. I have to close my eyes. Closing my eyes and thinking what I have to fight through. I have to fight through whatever someone else feels like I can't mm-hmm. accomplish I have to fight through what I feel like I can accomplish I have to fight through being in fucking mm-hmm. New York <laughs> mm-hmm. being in New York because this shit is it's not for right. the faint of heart
1: especially
0: now
2: it's not. And dealing with oh, what am I dealing with? We'll get okay. into that. Okay. Offline. We'll get into that offline. Um, but I'm fighting. I'm fighting and I feel good. I feel strong. Hmm. I feel empowered. I feel emboldened. I feel like uh you wanna to try to play? Eh. <laughs> uh, uh. Bada yada 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 yad yad. <laughs> uh, sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. So that's where I'm at mm-hmm. right now. That's where I'm at. That is where I'm at. And we have given these people, let me see.
1: two two good hours two good hours
2: hours. two good hours so break it up
1: (laughs) well I wish you as we go into this new year I know people like to make all these public declarations and resolutions and what I'm going to accomplish and I don't think there's anything wrong with having goals but if we learned nothing else in 2020, what we should have learned, one of the lessons that we should have learned is that, you know, nothing is ever predictable. Like, life is going to throw you the biggest curveballs, and it may be something that you honestly, like, we literally had murder hornets that were, like, in ravaging our country. I guess they they were just around for, like, a, a certain period of time in the summer, but, like, that was a real thing, murder hornets. So <laughs> let's that just was so
2: weird. They came yeah, around like, like two or three weeks.
1: And and so just think about that. If you ever want to say like, you know, this has just been the craziest year that has ever happened to us. Just remember that. So going into 2021, I think it's good to remember that you may set goals and you may have a vision you may have a vision board and you may do all the things, but it may not turn out the way that you expect it to, but things always fall into place and they always end up how they're supposed to. It's not about your expectations. It's about God's plan and God's plan is not always one that is revealed to us. So um, I'm looking forward to going into this year and You know, just seeing all of the the creativity and all of the excellence, um, and all of the confidence that you know people are going to have coming out of such a trying year for us, especially people of color especially black people i'm not gonna say people of color black people specifically
2: i'm reading for my my people Um, because people of color is so inclusive
1: and we are like the conversation right now is specifically about black people
2: Mm -hmm. because people of color has not always well and people
1: of color is such a, a generic term people of color could be asian it could be indian it could be Mm -hmm. you know uh, you know latin like people of color is just anyone who's not a white person and that's literally everyone else but this conversation is not about about people of color it's about black people black americans
2: my Chinese
1: people
2: when i came into the Chinese store and y'all followed me around you know know, there there are are some
1: ethnicities of people who don't consider themselves people of color. But if you are not white, Aryan white, then you are a person of color. Period. Here so I said what I said. You you're, you're a person of I color you. if you're not white Aryan. You are a person of color. And I you like, up. Period. Program? You can you can think, you know, there's white there's black people out there that think that they white. So you can, you know, well, a, you can think and, and identify however you want to, but when people look at you, what they see is your brown skin. Brown skin?
0: Yeah. They don't see
1: a white person with blue eyes and brown and blonde hair. They don't see that, though.
2: Uh but what Jay Z said, still negative.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, all right. Okay.
2: You still mm-hmm. getting pulled over,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Slam to the ground.
0: Your well, Glam that's only your
1: that's only that's only us, meaning black people, which is why that's the conversation we have right now. Um, it's about black people, but anyway.
2: But I no, no, to no, I'm just up, saying. Up, like
1: I, her. we're gonna go into this year and we're gonna be better than we've ever been, and that doesn't mean that we're not gonna have more obstacles or harder obstacles or you know, some other things that are going to happen that we're not expecting. But what we've learned about ourselves this year is that we're, we are resilient and we are collectively a force to be reckoned with. And we there's so much power in anything that we do. We just have to, you know, come together and be a, a united front because, you know, united we stand, divided we fall. So.
2: And what is the one way that you think that we can become united?
1: um I think we need to get rid of a lot of the um <clears throat> of the like we compartmentalize ourselves a lot, so it's like yes, we're all black people, but then you have the the bougie blacks over here, and then you got the you know the 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 um uh we you know like you call it, like the, the 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 natural like you know naturalista blacks over here and then you got the you know the ghetto birds over here and it's like we we need to stop
2: yeah, tap the we need to stop
1: compartmentalizing and we need to stop pointing out the differences that like of course we're all different because no you know there isn't any even within one racial group or one ethnic group you're still going to have differences because That's a part of being a human being. But instead of focusing on those things which are further dividing us, we need to be coming together collectively and realizing the power in our voices, the power in our positions, and the power in our dollars, most importantly. We need to understand the power of the black dollar and stop letting other people tell us that we are powerless because we're not. But because as long as we Real continue world. to think that it doesn't matter how much money we have, <laughs> each and every one of us can be billionaires like Jeff Bezos. But if they keep telling us that we're powerless, we're, we're not going to think that we can do anything with the money, the resources that we have. We don't have access to the all money, exactly. of the resources and the money that white people do, but we have access to an, an, an enough knowledge and enough, um, you know, power that if we came together, when we really mm. learned Mm-hmm. Like we could be so. If upset. We
2: literally Come do on, everything. I mean,
1: we, we are we everything. Built this, this government, this yes. country, this economy. We built that. We just weren't privy to. We got the blueprint, but we didn't get the instruction manual. So we knew how to build it. We just didn't know what to do with it after it was built. But now we've come to the point where we have access to those things and it's going to take some time and it's going to take some, you know, some growing pains and there's going to be a learning curve. But if we can stay focused and come together and really understand the power in our black dollars, we could be so powerful like there was already a black wall street and we we all know the story of what happened with that but that doesn't mean that that it Mm -hmm. can't happen again that doesn't mean now we have more knowledge and we have you know bigger you know we just have um uh there's always going to be some you know a a force or someone or, or something or an entity that's going to try to keep us from recognizing our excellence that is just the way that this country has been built from the moment that they found us and put us on those boats their objective was to strip away all of our confidence and our dignity to make us feel like we were less than that was a strategic but we now we know that that has always been a lie but there are still so many people that have the mentality of that slave mentality, we need to break out of that and realize that we are just as powerful, if not more, than anybody else who is out there making the same moves that we could make if we put forth the same energy that they do.
2: Period. Because we fucking got this. Like, we built each and every we we want to talk about
0: refrigerator
2: when you want to talk about uh, a cell phone when you want to talk about shoes like we literally are about this but life. you
1: know what and that's the thing is we have also been conditioned to think that material things or amassing the greatest amount of money is what puts us in the same category as white people. But if you recognize and realize that the people who are in the top 1% in the world who have the most money, You don't know who those people are because they're not on Instagram flashing their Lambo trucks and their Birkin bags. They're out there like Mark Zuckerberger wearing the same hoodie and the same pair of jeans that they bought seven pair of so he doesn't have to think about what he's going to put on in the morning. He gets up, he put on his gray hoodie, his Levi jeans, his Nike running shoes and he goes and he takes care of his business. Mm -hmm. He is a billionaire. Those people are not getting caught up on this material bullshit that they have used to distract really us.
2: No, what we do need to get caught up on. If we're going to get caught up on these labels, yeah. support black-owned. Yeah. Support black-owned. Shout them same black-owned businesses <laughs> like you've been shouting out Gucci and Louis. But Baton they're not going to, because it's Goyard not about and...
1: the product, it's about the label.
2: It's so tired but you know what I had a conversation with a young lady the other day and she said you know I wanted to support this black owned business on Instagram but they were charging $50 Mm -hmm. for this t-shirt but I'm like girl you the same girl that's spending $500 on this Gucci t-shirt and it's the same that's happening so come
1: on yep. what are you it's, doing because it's not about the product it's and about then
2: the she label. looked at me and she was yeah. like you know what she looked at me she was like mm-hmm. you know what you're right I know I'm right I already know I already know I already know I got too many people that's in the trenches that's mm-hmm. doing the shit that's done work for some of these high end living in New York they don't work for the big people mm-hmm. and things And now they doing their own shit, and that same silk screening, or you know, whatever you want to call it, they doing the same shit. Like you get that Gucci print across your t shirt, that tired ass t shirt. I could have got that same t shirt from the Goodwill, stripped that same label Mm -hmm. off of that t shirt,
1: and put Mm -hmm. my own shit on there
2: on the super cool.
1: People not trying to have that conversation yet, but I hope that after the year that we've gone through and the the milestones and the, the, you know, all the things that have happened, I hope that we go into 2021 smarter and more prepared for mm-hmm. more prepared for the unexpected. <clears throat> if that's even possible. I, I heard you.
2: I mean, fingers crossed. I know a lot of the brands that I'm going to support and not even just the brains, but the people mm-hmm. I'm going to support. You know, whatever it is, are you in marketing, whether you're in finance or whatever. I'm going yeah. to support you. So that's do you have any parting words for the people?
1: No, be good. Be safe. Don't do not be out there in the streets to celebrate new year's eve take your ass home watch the ball drop on tv and 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 (laughs) call and text everybody happy new year like you like like you do like you did last year don't be out there at nobody like we're on a curfew so i don't even know how people are gonna be out but you know people people gonna do what they want to do stay at home y'all for real stay at home
2: and that's so crazy y'all still on my curfew as far as
1: i know Listen, listen. We might not be. I don't go nowhere, and I'm perfectly happy being in my house. And every New Year's Eve, I am asleep long before midnight. Okay, because I don't care nine. nothing about that. We
2: are literally now back in my younger days. That was a different conversation. In these older days, child, you can find me right. i good like,
1: night. Job. My babies go to bed at between eight thirty and nine. Mommy be in the bed by nine thirty. Okay. Um, good night. I'm sleepy.
2: I could crack me a little latte in
1: my I might do a little toast with my honey, but I'm gonna be like, good night.
2: No, well, I heard you. I heard you. But left the people wouldn't know where they can find you, I'm sure at this point. Yes.
1: Know. Um, you know, Instagram, Yolanda Mommy Boss. I don't really be posting a whole lot. I post a lot about my vegan journey because that's new. So um, oh, that's yeah, it's, it's so good I, I eat so good um, Facebook, Yolanda Valley I know Facebook is so like 10 years ago so whatever I'm mm-hmm. on Facebook um, yeah, you know, Sweet Tooth Lip Gloss on Instagram um, I'm not going to shout out the other one because we're going to be letting that go but we'll talk about that we're next. in the, <sighs> we, we,
2: I'm sorry I'm yeah, out. that you know, we on the Instagram, on the Super Cool, on the TikTok. We just got a new TikTok on the Super Cool. YouTube yes, on the Super YouTube. Cool. Yeah, come rock with me. Come rock with me. And with that being said, Yolanda, I'm about to ring your line so we can have a little after yeah. After dark, after dark okay. talk, if you will. And I love you for always being
0: consistent.
1: It's always a pleasure being on the stoop
2: with Keith. All right, love you guys. Bye.